0: gather round. Maybe I should mute the actual stuff in the background. Great intro. Great intro. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to roll with it. This is like B-B footage. Um, We'll just pick it up off the cutting room floor and paste it into a show. I really can't talk this morning. Ah, Anyway, on this episode of Now What Shall We Talk About... In a studio in beautiful Medford, Wisconsin. Uh, I had a very good friend of mine, Miss Christy Meadow. Uh, and she's just who I can only describe as a very interesting person. Um, opinionated is not the word. She just knows what she wants. She knows what she likes. Um, she is very well spoken. She's very well read. Um, and I just thought she's a fascinating person. Because she'll be posting something about... oh. I have an opening for a massage at the uh, spa that she owns in Wausau and then like a week later she's in Mexico. Uh, just like hopped in her RV and, and goes to California or wherever. Just a free spirit, a little bit of a hippie maybe, um, but just a super knowledgeable, interesting person, the kind of person I want to have on the show. <clears throat> um, and yeah, not really afraid to talk about anything, religion, whatever. She has her own feelings and strong feelings. And that's good. I like to have a conversation. I like to get other people's points of view. Um, Yeah, just a really interesting and good show. And hopefully she'll come back someday also, um, because I had a good time. But uh, yeah, you know how to get a hold of me. I'm not even going to give you the info. Nobody uses it anyway. So uh, enjoy the show. Don't respond to me. Don't message me. Don't ask me anything. Uh, I could tell you to do that, but you're not going to anyway. So... Take that, suckers! All right, enjoy the show. We're going to a
1: car show. Oh, Like the
0: pinup, like fifties. You got to get this right in there.
1: I need a uh, red lipstick for that. I think.
0: Yep, and the uh, it's called something. That big swoopy curl in the front. <laughs> it's not a beehive, but you know what I'm saying. Where the it's that big.
1: <laughs> that just makes me think of. Um, What was it? The big boy restaurant? Yes, yes. But
0: the women, (laughs) they have it's a I can't Can you hear yourself okay?
1: I can. Can you hear yourself? Yeah. You can turn that down. Your headphones? Yeah, a little.
0: Where are you? Oh, you're way up. Is that better? That's better. Better?
1: A lot better. Testing.
0: I'm old and my hearing is not as good, so I'm gonna turn me up.
1: I'm gonna turn you. Didn't we cross this bridge that I'm no you are older than I am
0: I was trying to remember this morning and I (laughs) always feel like I'm older like everyone a, a buddy of mine I was messaging with this morning and I was like so like 35 36 he's like dude 42 and I was like no like everyone around me is younger than me and I'm like the old man but I don't remember I think I'm a year older than you
1: I'm 40 almost
0: 42 so we're the same age because I will be forty-two in January.
1: You're younger than I am. Well, I'll be 42 but right now
0: we're the same age. That's all that matters.
1: <laughs> I I only look for the answer to that question, so when people get out of line, I can be like, respect your. I others.
0: use that all the time, and I <laughs> I had Ray on here, and I said that to him. He's like, he's like two years older than me, but I just think that everyone is younger than me and i'm terrible with age um
1: you might be a bit of an old soul any i i
0: believe that i like old words but old anyone things. who is <laughs> uh, vintage. an vintage an admin of something or uh, i don't even know how to explain it like if i call up tds and i'm going to set up internet for an office when i talk to someone I assume that they've been doing it for 30 years and they're like 60 years old. And that's when I worked for Charter. We had to go down to Madison every now and then. We got to meet some of these people from Dispatch. We talked to them 10 times a day or more for years. So you have this picture in your head. It's like reading a book and not seeing a movie. Yeah. You know what the characters look like. When you go down there, you're like, what are you, 19? Like yeah. you just picture all these people are, you know, dragging oxygen into work with them and they're not. So, I've always been, always been terrible with age, but partly because I think, I don't f- think that I'm 41. So, like,
1: you're saying you feel like you're...
0: Like, my body says that you're 65. Okay. But my brain tells me that I'm, like, 24. You know what I I, like, I
1: think that's pretty normal. The at other day, our age. A, a
0: customer said duty, and I giggled.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: but I know, you know, it's just part of our duty. And I was like, because <laughs> it's, this stuff is funny to me. And maybe more so now because my boys are at that age 13 and 10, 11. Yeah. So they're like getting their own little sense of humor and whatever. So all the stupid crap that they laugh at. <laughs> Is just coming back around because I distinctly remember laughing at that same kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of layers. Oh, (laughs) A lot of layers.
1: A lot of layers with a lot of beings.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So what is, I'm very curious about your story. If you want to share with the listener. Are you from around here?
1: Well... Deep dive in.
0: (laughs) I know you seem to be a a fan of Wanderlust, like I'll see a picture of you like, oh, something happened in Wausau, and then three days later you're in Mexico. That's right. You know what I mean? Which is phenomenal, and I'm (laughs) jealous and happy at the same time.
1: It's it's an interesting lifestyle. I just don't have the mindset of limitation. Um, But that comes from a very limiting background. So to answer your question... Um, I think I have to go back to my parents, obviously, those of which I've come from. Um, (laughs) Yes. So my mother is from a suburb of Chicago. And my father is from um, Polar, Wisconsin. Not Plover, but Polar, which is...
0: So you thought Medford was BFE. Yes. Polar is... One hundred times BFE compared to Medford.
1: It is. It is. So, <clears throat> my father is pure Bohemian, and so his father landed in Polar with his family, who literally had come across the, you know, sure, a Have wooden the globe ship, yeah, and that's where they landed. So that farmstead is still there, and it's cared for and intact by a variety of us family members. Who really treasure it
0: that's so that's still in that's not the one that's you were, we were talking about beforehand right. that's not in the family
1: right but what makes it interesting is how does the country boy meet the city girl
0: that was my next thought <laughs> is that's polar is nowhere near chicago for those that don't know <laughs> and in every way is the opposite of
1: it really chicago. is it really is so so yeah interestingly um My dad's a bit of a gearhead as well as many other talents. Uh, Farming, you know, brings out all kinds of things. But anyhow, um, so my mother and father met in another suburb of Chicago while they were both working for a company called Car Products. Imagine that. Yeah. So my mom is, she's a true hippie and a bit of a tomboy. <laughs> and, nice. and so how does he end up down there? I, you know, it somewhat stems from a branch of, I think my grandmother's, his mother's family. So there's some travel back and forth, but anyway, they held this long distance relationship and then got married, and I come along. My mom is all excited about being a farmer, so she decided that, you know, this is going to be a good situation. And so they bought a farm in Burnhamwood, Wisconsin.
0: Beautiful this time of year.
1: <laughs> another, Gorgeous. Another very small town. So, um, so that was in the early '80s. <clears throat> High interest rates, ridiculous. Um, they weren't able to obviously make it and trying to raise a small child without family member help, they decided then to go move back into the suburbs of Chicago. So so for me, being born on a farm, moved to the city, and then ultimately the farm boy had to be on a farm. They moved back to the country, Mm -hmm. bought another farm. So so throughout my younger years, I never really got to lay down my roots.
0: Was that like... Little baby Christy? Or were you like eight? Like when you moved from so, down into the cities? Yeah. Like just it. So
1: I think I was kindergarten age. You knew what was going
0: on. You I weren't did. A, a baby baby. I did. Gotcha.
1: But then in the city, I mean, I had friends that were Hindu, Mexican, um, Greek.
0: None of which you'll find in polar Wisconsin. No. Or Burnham Wood or
1: no. <laughs> the no. majority of rural Wisconsin. No. And I... My mother's side of the family are um, very worldly and enjoy culture. So I was immersed in that in Chicago. And then when my father wanted to start another farm, farm. then I come into farm life and discover it's very clicky and there's no diversity. At the time, there were there was nothing but white people um, at the school until the first african-american child was there which for me was familiar In the
0: wittenberg burnham wood you're talking yes
1: yeah. Burnhamwood particularly um yep and so i could always relate to that and so i've been able to see kind of what people go through when they're when they're the new person on the block i myself with just kind of like my crazy ideas and persona just didn't really fit into the the farming community. So at that time, <laughs> at that time, because of the way my mind works, uh, I spent most of my time out in nature. I didn't sure. really do the whole school kid things. Sports. I, I can't picture
0: like, you like at a track meet or something.
1: No, no. <laughs> I was in photography club, but I, really... I got kicked out because of one of my outlandish photos which was not considered art and um yeah so the one the one piece that i did try to participate in in high school didn't work out
0: sure is it something where it was because where you were at said photograph if you were in chicago yet yes and that you would have taken it would have been appreciated i would guess it would have okay it was that's um, what i would assume
1: it was basically the human body. Sure, but so I don't like
0: the term, but people use it all the time for whether it's black and white, most of them are, a nude. Right. But it doesn't have to be. Um,
1: At that time, you didn't even have to see parts because parts weren't illustrated. It was just simply contours. Oh,
0: yes, a body with nothing on it, regardless of what you see.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: I, I get it because it's not, it's not the black plastic covered magazines in a gas station. Yes. There is that out there and those that do it and those that enjoy it. But that's not what, in quotes, nude photography. Right. That's not what it's about. It's almost more of what you don't see.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So I I can see a small-ish, a small school (laughs) frowning upon that in a small community.
1: Right. So... You know, having all the, all these differences and coming from a, a a place where all kinds of ideas and cultures and everything just come together, a place like Chicago, uh, it was very it was very hard to integrate. So I always found myself on the outside of things, which is a wonderful thing. I don't necessarily oh, sure. think that's bad. I don't. You're have, not upset about it. No, not at all. I don't have brothers and sisters, so I also didn't have. Like Hmm. those other human beings at home to engage with. Dad's doing things, you know, that farmers do. They also had full time jobs on top of farming. So I was literally, (laughs) I was literally sort of left to raise myself.
0: Sure. Be in for supper, maybe. Right. If you're hungry and that's right.
1: Write us a note. This was pre cell phones, guys, (laughs) and dating myself. Which really um, wasn't that long ago. You know, write your write a note so we know where you are, mm-hmm. and then you have to be home at this time. Dark or whatever, yeah. Everything in between was, can you get there on bike, on foot? Yeah. How how are you going to get yourself there? Um, and then don't get pregnant. That was really oh, my only... sure, own- <laughs> sure. Yep, <laughs> Really, really my only s- rules. <laughs> sound advice. <laughs> Growing but up. But I
0: can see... Just what you've explained about mom, like what mom was like and what dad was like, I can see just from the little bit that I know you personally and what you put out there on the Facebook, you're both of them. Yeah. Probably a little bit of a free spirit. Yeah. I use the word hippie loosely, but.
1: Yeah. That's you. No, I'm a hippie. You're always
0: wrenching on something, fixing, I'm going to do it. Like if I can do it myself, why would I pay someone to do it? I, you know what I mean? Like adjusting the idol on your scooter what, like most what, people would be like, I don't know, take it to a guy.
1: You know, the thing I think about, being, <clears throat> there's a lot of things I think about being a woman in modern age, but as, as it pertains to that, you know, I've said, you know, I'm, I'm often labeled strong, independent, intimidating, all these things, especially by men, which they're accurate. But the fact of the matter is, is it comes out of necessity. It wasn't really a choice. Sure. You know, things need to get done. And when you are a single female, what are your options? You either hire people or, you know, people help you out of the kindness of their heart. Or people help you because they have some level of intention that they feel you should reciprocate. So in my mindset... (laughs) I've always been like I'll seek the knowledge and how to do it myself mm-hmm. because I might have to do this again, and so sometimes I pay people for that knowledge. Sure, I do. I do accept help and give help, um, but it's it's an interesting predicament as a woman because the more knowledge you have doing things that are not typically female.
0: Sure, which is depending on the person, could be a wide range of. Right. I mean, if you said, "Yeah, I change my own oil." as any woman right you're gonna raise some eyebrows at least one person's gonna say something smart alecky or you know what I mean you're just yeah it's not a, a again air quotes normal right thing that you hear
1: right which so is so then silly. you know then you have to do these things to get through life and get things done and not go completely broke um, but then when you're doing them in a presence of a male in the traditional sense, they might want to help you.
0: Are you getting man, and, mansplained too?
1: <laughs> and you get mansplained too, or, or all of a sudden you're supposed to step down and not do the things that you're used to doing sure. by yourself, in order to allow him to do it for you, so you don't emasculate or whatever. You can
0: pound on his chest and say that. Oh, I've done so then
1: this. it's it's just a challenge because your normal function is is altered. It's it's just it's very interesting.
0: It it is. And it,
1: it, it it's actually hard, but it shouldn't have to be hard.
0: I would believe that. It's odd to me just because as a guy, nobody questions anything.
1: Right? At all. Right.
0: I know it was always a joke and it's true, but I know a little bit about a lot of things. Right. Partly because I'm super curious and interested in everything. My wallet disagrees with me a lot Mm. (laughs) on all that. But if it's something where I can, if it's even in the scope of me being able to do it, I'm going to learn how and I'm going to do it because I'm either broke or I'm cheap. So why would I pay someone to do this when I can do it myself? Right. Like I could have ordered all the furniture and whatever. I made everything in here. Just Googled how to do it and bought a cnc machine and did it myself yeah so why would i pay 250 bucks or more a pop just to have someone else like i want to learn the process i want to learn how to do it right but i think some of the things like you said that are traditionally men Mm
1: -hmm. like
0: you're gonna build yourself a coffee table right okay awesome
1: I'm going to tear the walls down in my Wait. house and I'm going to drop the ceiling. <laughs> For two years. And I'm, and I'm I'm, going to crawl up in the attic in a space that's this big, hot as the oh, flaming yeah. essences of hell. And, um, you know, after that, I'm going to put a dress on.
0: Yeah. And I, I know enough people who are <laughs> like they own their own business painting, interior, exterior, welding, uh, mechanics, whatever, who are female. Same thing. Yeah. You go, you wash up and I'm going to go get dialed up and have a night out. Nothing wrong with that. Right. There's not. And it's, it's just that area we're in where I laugh every time I see a picture of someone with a fish. Yeah. Because of you.
1: <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Because like... of
0: you. I mean, if it's kids or, you know, hey, we caught something. It's cute. But it's it's just a thing now because of your posts and it cracks me up.
1: But isn't it interesting? I find that interesting because a lot of people are like, when they see a fish, they say similar things to me. And so while I was doing the whole fish bit, I was very conscious of, you know, what what that should be opening up in people's minds is like, what what is this thing? Like, why why is it that a woman should just innately be why would. Why is this attractive? What, On what most primordial (laughs) level is this um, engaging? Because to kind of summarize where I come from it, a lot of things is like the brain, the human brain. Mm -hmm. Um, Without this, we don't really have a life. We might have the capability to be mechanically alive, but we're not really alive. So... I always trace it back to, like, what what's the mechanism in our brain? What, how, is this, how is this really working? Mm-hmm. Why does this work? What is this thing? So I, I don't, for me, I'm, I'm not triggered by provider mentality In a good way, obviously.
0: Because that term nowadays has somewhat of a negative. Right. Like you triggered anxiety and I'm upset and whatever you're saying the other way. Yeah. Like it's not flipping a light switch. on, like, ooh, I like that.
1: Yeah. No. Because you're
0: holding a bass, or <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever.
1: So, I mean, I guess I would like to know, like, the the one time, I can't, I can't do the bumble and tinder and bender and Pumble but that and, was
0: it was some sort of online dating thing. Is that how it all started? Yeah, it was just so, to explain because yes, we know what we're talking about. Right, the guy in India listening to this doesn't.
1: So Facebook um, oh, put out right. a beta. I think it was a beta program where they they allowed and or selected for um, specific people, many, of course, to participate in this beta platform. And somehow I was able to get into the Facebook dating thing And because it was free and it was very easy because, of course, it extracted most of your profile information, that it was literally a click away. But I always tend to go into real detail because I am a demisexual, and a demisexual is one who really can't be sexual until their minds are engaged and intertwined with their partner. Sure. So, like, you could drop all the Johnny Depps and all the hot, guys that everybody think is hot in front of me and I will not have a response.
0: Until you find someone through conversation or otherwise that you find appealing that way.
1: I have to understand and be attracted to parts of their mind. Um, I'm straight. Demisexuals can be of any orientation. Gay, lesbian. It's it's attraction.
0: Right. Is, Is The form of
1: attraction? It's
0: not a sexual orientation. It's a
1: Uh, It is a sexual orientation because, again, in the brain, like I literally don't have the neurochemicals available to me to participate sexually unless certain precursors are met. Okay, So that's not the case for all people. That's what really separates Mm. this group. I didn't even know this was a label that existed until it was presented to me by a psychologist. Because I said, I've been this way my entire life, Mm -hmm. even when I was young.
0: Oh, you mean it's not a
1: choice? It's not a choice. (sighs) Imagine that. Um, But it was something, I'm a highly sexual person. So what I was trying to figure out is, why can't I have a one night stand? Why don't I have these casual encounters happening? I'm attractive. Which is the norm. Right. Men are attracted to me. I know I'm going kind of off on a rabbit trail, but.
0: That's what this show is. (laughs) The whole thing is a tangent. So just take it away.
1: But yeah, I think it's important on um, so many levels um, to understand the brain. But our most primordial aspect is our sexuality. And it Mm -hmm. definitely ties into people's identities now and. As we see the world expanding and in some parts contracting, um, we need to understand that people are the whole different baseline viewpoints about who they are and how they express themselves in this world. And it takes a little bit of reflection, I think. And when you don't know that some of these labels exist, you don't even know what you're going to tap into when you start participating on a platform like Facebook Dating. So sure. people, people don't necessarily disclose um, some of their preferences. Um, you know, I I know for myself the scrolling at faces, and this ties back to the fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for <laughs> it's me, all
0: coming back for
1: on. me, there was no value in it, and it was sort of a I don't want to say a sadness that I was participating because. I'm a busy professional woman. Yep. I'm looking for a way that I know that I need certain boxes checked. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't respect the other individual's time. And it certainly wouldn't respect You mine.
0: don't have t- time for the bullshit, essentially. The wasting of everyone's time.
1: Right. If I'm, you know. I'm very happy by myself. I've been <laughs> by myself all my Forever. life. Forever. Sure. Um. You know, and I and so I'm very efficient at operating that way, but I really enjoy company and um I am I am monogamous in my sexual preferences mm-hmm. and still yet very sexual. So without that person, that part of my neurochemistry <coughs> and um my vitality and my energy is, is deficient when I don't have that person. I mean I'm well taken care of for myself but um uh it's it's just it's a lot you know it's yes. a lot better when you have that mirror in your life and that person that you can play with in life you know through That's all of life's it. journeys um
0: do you have i don't know how to not that I'm going to word it wrong I just don't know how to ask what I'm what I'm thinking because you Your great attractant is the mind, interesting people, like that end of it. Do you put any weight on? So like looking just at people's faces when you like a picture, does that do you think this person is physically attractive? I wonder if they would stimulate my brain and that would incite you to make contact with them. Or is it like the way a bio is written, regardless of what they look like, you find it interesting, that's the person you're going to try to yeah. message? or um, Like any weight on physical appearance at all? Or is that just kind of like they're super interesting?
1: Hey, and he's cute too.
0: Like that's just a bonus.
1: Um, yes. It ends up being a bonus. So I have an illustration for that. So the one time I, invest- I, I just graduated with a philosophy degree in 2018 and I realized I have time. I can give somebody my time. Mm-hmm. I went on match. Oh, boy. And I typed up this wonderful, like, this is how and who I am and what I'm looking for. And, like, Mm -hmm. put a lot of time into the written part.
0: I apologize on behalf of all men for what I'm sure you received.
1: I was inundated. (laughs) Yeah. Within 13 hours, I think I had, like, 106.
0: um, Matches, whatever you want. Compatible people or whatever. Yeah,
1: outreach, whatever it was. Um, and I was extremely overwhelmed to a point that I wanted to shut it off, but I instead made the decision that I was going to go on there and start looking around. I was going to give myself one evening with it, you know, not giving things too much of a chance here. Set the microwave
0: timer. Um,
1: so (laughs) the illustration is though that it, it was the one profile that was in my community, that did not have any pictures. Hmm. That had a lot of um, context. Sure. And so I reached out to that person. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> bold, brave. <laughs>
1: um, I well, in 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 the way that things were written, I understood the there was some um, substance there. Sure. And so for me, um, the appearance the appearance wasn't important. As I as I look back on. Um, who my partners have been. Um, they do not at all look any bit alike. Sure. And
0: you don't have a, a physical I type. I do not so have a type. Okay. Um,
1: I you know, if I were to type, it's sort of a funny thing, but it's because it usually lands into a channel of a, a good quality mindset. Sure. Is probably the scrawny hippie. <laughs> but I don't I, I almost sure I almost never end up with that because alternatively, um, I have a very healthy lifestyle and mm-hmm. um, a lot of times that doesn't pair up. Because
0: you are ve- not vegan, vegetarian, correct? Or do you lean I am, towards vegan? I
1: am mostly vegetarian. I tried vegan last summer and I lost a lot of weight really quick. I lost a lot of steam. Is it
0: because it was all healthy and stuff or because it just didn't appeal so you just never ate? <laughs>
1: No, it was mostly, you know, super high fiber. ate hummus Um, while (laughs) you
0: stared at a steak and a picture.
1: Yeah, I haven't really been drawn toward meat in a long time. Um, I do eat it once in a while because sometimes when you're traveling or when you're with people, Mm -hmm. like I'm not the person who's like, I'm only going to be able to drink water. And I can't breathe air because it it might not be vegan.
0: (laughs) You're not the vegans that non-vegans would make fun of. You just were doing what you felt was right, right. or whatever.
1: Um, I'm mostly concerned about energy inputs, to be quite honest. Um, I don't have anything against like small, very small operations mm-hmm. that are very sustainable. So I don't think it's realistic to think that everybody's going to adopt a more plant-based diet. I do think it is better for the earth people, um, you know, as far as the society and... um it's better for you. I do believe that. I
0: know a lot of people that said the same thing. Yeah, I do I just, believe that. I would much prefer my steak on the grill from the local people that have it at the farmer's market. Yeah. Or when I go hunting, you can't eat the horns. I shoot for meat. Yeah. We eat venison. I love it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, we take everything, make sausage out of the stuff that isn't steak. We have roasts, we have steaks, whatever. It's... Yeah. I thoroughly like it but take the they must do something with the hides because they always have those like Lions Club donation. Yes. Uh, Some places will you know they do it they turn it into leather and then they make gloves for vets or whatever the case may be. So you know the boys will help me and we'll it's a learning process like we have to take the skin off of it we have to cut it apart like this is the meat. So they see the whole process and they just they still eat it. (laughs) But it's not like we're I'm just going dropping deer left and right. Mm -hmm. Like one a year. We have some beef sticks made. All the rest ends up on the grill. Or we fry up some steaks with eggs. Like we eat it.
1: I think that's great. Um, I I have a tendency when I I, uh, don't like something. What I actually do is try to figure out why.
0: Um,
1: When I was young... I, did, I didn't I did like the taste of venison, um, but there was something appealing about hunting. So I did go get sure. my dad. My dad is not he's not this brute of a guy. He's, yeah. he's very well, he He is. He's very muscular and lean. <laughs> like the guy's got like the perfect physique. It's like the old
0: man strong. I, I That's mean, what I always call it, because it was probably about five years ago where I literally in my brain thought cause my dad's 80 this year. And I'm his baby. And it was probably about five years ago when I really thought, like, if I had to, maybe now I might be able to take my old man.
1: Oh yeah. Like
0: in a fist I, fight, like you know, I'm old Navy man, electrician, work just like yep. they're rock hard. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's So true. Old man strong. Like you see the young guys at the gym, or whatever, they get whooped by some of them old guys.
1: Yeah. I, and this this definitely applies. It's
0: working strong, I guess you want to call it.
1: Um, that entire line of my family is is the same. I'm very lucky with genetics, but um, yeah, super strong. So hunting, you know, can, again, circle back to those photos. Like, mm-hmm. are you the guy that's posting? You know, your 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 kills. Are you posting pictures of that?
0: I will do if Logan. Because he just started hunting. Okay. He got his hunter safety. So sure. we'll go out. He loves it. And if he gets one with Grandpa or he gets one with me, like, yeah. he's excited because it's his first buck or what, that kind of thing. Yeah. Or I will post most of the time, it's just me and the boys because Nick is still not really into it. But he wants to come with. Yeah, So I'll s- download a movie on my iPad and set it up in the deer stand and they just... I'll just sit there, like you're just doing. We're doing something, yeah. Could be a walk in the woods, it just happens to be. We're in Blaze Orange sitting in a hunting stand.
1: I think that's what I see when I see all these men with these photos is like I reflect back on what I enjoyed most because after I killed my first year, I knew I would never do it again. Um, Did they
0: make you do yeah. the whole process? Yep, that. It's either a hard no or okay, I can do this. I don't think anyone loves it.
1: I've done that with cows and things all my (laughs) life. So I actually, like even still now, like even though I don't prefer to eat meat, Mm -hmm. I could still be a part of all that. And it it doesn't bother me at all. I'm glad for the harvest. Um, I'm glad that there's deer hunters. We definitely need more. We need to encourage that. You know, our ecosystems are a little bit out of balance uh, without human involvement. I know like people, hard ecologists are often like, let's get rid of the people. And I'm like, "Nope, people are definitely a part of the ecosystem
0: now. Yeah.
1: Um, and, and especially as it pertains to our state with deer, um, that needs to be kept in check. I think there's quite a few more animals in our state that need to be kept in check, but that's a different conversation.
0: <laughs> well, next time, put a, <laughs> put a pin in that, or an hour from now when we're on a different right. tangent. So Whatever. you know,
1: but what I reflect on um, is, you know, I guess what's attractive to me about deer hunters. That's, we're back to that now. Okay. Is I know that for the most part they're sitting out there in some level of contemplation, or at least. Um, in tune to nature you have to be in tune to your surroundings when you're you're waiting for the deer you know listening for the deer you will think about your senses are heightened (laughs) to all the detail around you or at least it should be
0: it's like being in jail you have nothing to do you can't like you can move around in jail in a deer stand you can't right but you have nothing to do yeah so either you're bored or you're going to be thinking about something Right. And you're not just sitting there like, is that, is that a deer? Is that a deer? Is that a deer? Is that a deer? Yeah. You're like, oh shit, I gotta get my oil changed next week. Oh god, I got that meeting coming <laughs> up. I got it's everything but just nothing. Yeah. Because for a lot of these guys, I mean, if you got wife, you got kids, you got three jobs, you got whatever, you don't ever get to just turn your brain off. So when you do, like you enjoy the time physically being still, yeah, but your brain doesn't shut off.
1: Right. It's like so, meditating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you walk <laughs> out of the woods with a list that you wrote of all the shit you gotta do because you actually had time to think about all the shit that you have
1: to do. Hmm. I wasn't That's making That's me anyway. Yeah, I wasn't making lists out there. I did after I did my first gun hunt, um I wanted to bow hunt. I think I wanted I wanted a I, I wanted to go out
0: there with like a, a long bow like something you made yourself. And uh, kill an animal with it.
1: <laughs> no, one thing that's been been great is I've had a lot of male friends in my life who are who are very helpful and Oh, sure. um getting me into things that are not conventional and not treating me, you know, <laughs> yeah. Badly for being interested. So That's good. So I so yeah, so I got set up and um that yeah, I bow hunted one season and made contact with a deer that I was not able to find and I'm like I'm um.
0: I know a lot of guys who like and I'm not speaking for everyone so don't give me fucking emails about it but <laughs> where bow season because that starts like September. It's early early. Oh yeah. So yeah.
1: It's a beautiful time to be in yes. the woods.
0: And you can get like fall colors. Like that's when a lot of the guys, especially around here, that's when you get your deer. Yeah. That's like hunting. Yeah. Deer season, gun season Yeah, is like we're going to drink beer. We're going to have family and friends over at the shack. It's yeah. more camaraderie than woods, I do that the woods to this portion. Day. Of, that, that's, that's all the national part. forest is up here is shack hopping. And <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> shack It's half the time you go back because you are cold or whatever. And if you see the old guys in the shack never left, they're already on their fourth Bloody Mary. Like that's it's the camaraderie of hanging out guys, sons, wives, whatever at at the shack. When bow season. Nobody goes up and has a big party at the shack the night before opening a bow season.
1: That's true. You
0: know what I mean? Like gun season in Wisconsin is a freaking holiday. Yes. I mean, there's Orange Friday at Fleet Farm, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Like, it's a thing. <laughs> but bow season is more after work. It would yeah. still light out a little bit later, Yeah, you know, because in deer season, it's 4.30. You can't see in the woods. Yes. Early September, you can go after work quick, throw some camo on, and you can go sit out there for four hours in the quiet. You're not yeah. freezing your ass off. You probably have a better chance of getting an animal. And then you just take your deer in, whether you're going to get a processed, you're going to do it yourself because it's not cold enough you have to deal with it right now. Yes. Um but that's more to me like I don't want to say pure, but hunting hunting. Yes. Gun season is more the camaraderie of it, I think.
1: That's yeah. My So yeah, if two guys sense. would just go online and 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 post their spear and their fish, I might feel <laughs> differently. That's Okay, then the, I finally remembered how, how we got know, start talking oh, about look this. Look at this yes. real exotic fish I caught somewhere because some guide probably landed it for you. Mm-hmm.
0: But that's <laughs> to tie this all back together. <laughs> the fish stuff with you and Facebook dating, mm-hmm. it was because of the awkwardly large amount of people whose profile pictures were yes. gentlemen holding up fish. Yes. And I never really thought about it. And then you pointed it out. Oh yeah. And since that day I chuckle every time <laughs> I see a picture of someone lots holding of people,
1: a fish. Lots of people do. Um it it it's turned into this line of humor. And then of course like every Did you everything... carry
0: a stuffed fish around with you? So I did. <laughs> okay. Put a pin in that, we'll come back to that.
1: So so yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> so, I found it so funny, and then I'm like, uh, we were going to Beef-O-Rama, a group of friends, um, and I'm like, I am going uh, into the heart of where dudes fish. Beef-O-Rama, just the Flannel, name itself. fish, beef, I mean, it's everything that, that I am, but I'm not, and so I'm like, I gotta play with this, it's gonna be funny, mm-hmm. so... So a group of friends and I, you know, we go into the first gift shop up there. I'm like, I gotta find a stuffed fish. Where is that Manaqua? Manaqua. Okay, I'm glad so, I got it right. So we go into this store, and what do they have? They have every kind of stuffed fish: pike, yep, walleye, some perch, you know, <laughs> trout. They're so pretty. So that's a
0: say that say it again. Trout. It's a funny word to me. Trout. It's a trout.
1: Um, and somebody somewhere is like. Oh, yeah, that's another Wisconsin thing that oh. I get called out and it's like, can you say that again? Or can you say bag?
0: You're, you're not <laughs> bag. You're, you're not saying trout funny. It's a funny word to me. Tr- like it's it's just it, I chuckle at it and I don't know why it's a funny word to me. Trout. trout. Yeah.
1: Trout. So anyhow, I get this stuffed fish and I'm on a mission to take a photo with as many men as I can. With this fish, well, you're
0: hold- you were holding the fish.
1: They were holding. They were usually holding the fish, and I was, you know, kind of the accessory on at their arm. You know, that's how that's supposed to go.
0: I would imagine no one declined.
1: No, and even the guys <laughs> who were married, their wives were like, "Oh, this is great! Take a picture yeah. with my husband." You know, so it it was a fun thing, but it I was able to then tell the, all of these people why I was doing this is to highlight you know the the life of a woman trying to find her partner um you know and those are your options is the guy with the fish or a guy with the fish right those are my options and so the struggle is real (laughs) and but when it was brought up everybody's like yeah you know what when we're on these apps it's like dudes are with their stuff and i think it's like they're i think they're just trying to show like i like fishing or I like hunting.
0: I don't think a lot of guys go as deep into it. I think it's literally like what you're saying. Like, I like fishing. Yes. Like, my my profile says I like the outdoors, four-wheeling, fishing, hunting, right, and going out. Right. Well, most adult people don't have a ton of pictures of you going out. And most of those aren't great because <laughs> a lot of them are taken later on in the evening but yeah. the hunting fishing outdoors like you're on a four-wheeler yeah you're ho- next to your deer that you killed or you're holding a fish they're not digging as deep into it like I'm a provider I'm a man yeah. they're just like this is what I enjoy doing I would like sure. a woman who either doesn't care if I go and do that because I'm gonna right or someone who enjoys it and wants to come with me also
1: right I think you're absolutely right I am just the way as
0: someone one. who doesn't overthink it no 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 I'm saying <laughs> there is a reason that People think it's attractive, but I also completely understand, like, it's hilarious to me. That's why I think of it every time I see someone holding a fish is your Monacoa social experiment because <laughs> it's absolutely right. It's It's a thing. I just think that a lot of those people don't think about it. They don't put that much thought into it.
1: Yeah, but you or know, subconsciously you know, what you know, what was interesting, I'm just a dumb man. I don't know what I'm I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, you know, even even for the guys that do hunt and fish, I, I definitely don't think that I don't think anything bad about it. I just think for me, it's about the process is like, sure. I'm so literal in the fact that I'm not going to waste my time thumbing through faces because faces don't do anything for me. So, yeah. Well, that's so. It's like yes. The, because I'm so happy by myself, the only reason for me to engage with any of that stuff and spend time with it is for the ultimate goal, which is to find a companion that I would yes be monogamously engaged with. Well, someone who can stimulate marriage, your
0: brain but, while doing these right. things that you or he oh yeah both enjoy.
1: Like you mentioned earlier, I do a lot of stuff. Yeah, you do. I. All the people I know, like I do a lot of yeah, stuff.
0: You're always
1: so all over the place. So, it's, so the limiting factor is if, and I do find this to be a limiting factor often, is that um, men will say, I don't know that I can keep up with you. You have a lot of interests, and it's true, and it probably wouldn't work if they weren't open to having interests. It's not that they need to join me on everything, but they got to at least have a mind open enough to... Want to hear about it, otherwise, we're just gonna be in this mechanical thing, and it's not yes. gonna work i and that's most of my samples um <laughs> have been
0: the litmus results are back, and they're not, not
1: it's not positive. their fault it's not my fault it's just i'm I'm a little different everybody's a little different in their own way, but
0: well, I think for you being as um, curious maybe is the word that as you are um. You've put your thumb on exactly what, not necessarily what, I'm glad I paused right when you took a drink of your water.
1: Sorry, did you hear that? (laughs) Yeah, I'll (laughs)
0: amplify it in the post. Um, Not necessarily, an overview is you know what you want, you know what is attractive to you and you're not going to waste time. So it's good for you that you were curious enough to find out why you're that way. Otherwise, I think a lot of people don't take time to think about that stuff. Right. And they're like, why does this never work? Because you're beating your head on a wall because you're doing the same shit over and over and over and it's not working. Is it everyone else or is it you? Are you just not looking for the right thing or whatever? Right. So at least you're not choosy is the wrong word. You're going about it the right way. Yeah. I guess. If, I don't know I, how to say it.
1: Through the process of elimination, it, it's just I'm. I'm not willing to overlook what what it is that I know that I am. Oh, sure. Because I a major priority is just to not hurt anyone, mm-hmm. and not to. Time is so precious. The only thing we have so on this planet, got. in this one life that we have, um, whether a person believes that or not. And I think I think the thing that creates an urgency when you're an atheist, as I am, and that's a different. Piece, but
0: that's episode is, three
1: is I'm full well aware that all I have is today. Yeah, I am not going to project things into the future. So I have to be very as present as I can possibly be and mm-hmm. as highly aware as I can possibly be. So because I'm aware of these things, I'm not willing to tamper with anybody's life, time and or their emotions. So um, because they also have one life to live. And they should be getting as much out of it as they can yes. in a day without deception and ill intent and Wasting all these other things. Whether
0: an accident or on purpose, right. you're saving both of you right. when you know in the first 30 seconds, okay, we can try, you know, a week, right. two weeks or whatever, and you already know what's going to happen. Right. You're just saving time. Right, as cold as that sounds, you're saving time.
1: It's true. You know, at forty, we're almost forty-two. Um, our, I I listened to something the other day that was sort of like, wow, that's right. Um, we are we are past our half life already. God damn it! So (laughs) you're gonna lay that shit on me. So, you know, I'm as, you, as you're going sketch. through the sample size of if you're still single and, and desire a companion, you, you can't waste time with a person. Um, you know, if you give, you know, six months to an individual, I mean, how you can only try on two for size. So you damn well better be knowing what you're looking for. Do not fuck with people's time. I think about that. that's all they have.
0: All the time. <laughs> and maybe that's just my being alone a lot also. Or just the way my brain. It's just like when I'm putting around in the garage or the wood shop or whatever. The mind. Just turn on some instrumental so I'm not singing along. But just yeah, the mind wanders. And I, I talked about it when my sister was here. I distinctly remember the smell of the White House that we called it. Uh, that we lived in. In Wabino, we moved when I was in kindergarten. Mom's snow on the mountain patch that you better not throw the frisbee in because she'll see the footprints. And like, I, it was like it was yesterday. Yeah. And yeah. it was 38 years ago. Wow. Like it was yesterday. That's cool. In my brain.
1: A smell. Yeah, The
0: smell, the house, the every, I remember everything about all kinds of stuff that happened. Stuff in high school. I had a a buddy of mine, he was a year older than me, maybe a month ago, month and a half ago in, and we chatted. I hadn't seen him since high school. Mm -hmm. This is like 22 years ago. In my brain, it was six months ago. It does not seem like it was more than two decades since I've talked to this human being. Right. It is the most bizarre thing ever.
1: I don't think that's bizarre. Actually, I'm... I'm I'm a lover of science and I love neuroscience and I, you know, had I been born in a different situation, um, I guarantee I would have been in the medical field of some kind and probably neuroscience that illustrates your story illustrates just how many, neural pathways we develop throughout our lives and some are very incredibly strong and solidified Mm -hmm. and how and when they get reactivated is awesome not if it's traumatizing but in some of these some of these memories you know i had a i had a similar thing where um i used to race dirt bikes (laughs) um, <laughs> of course you did. And why
0: wouldn't you? <laughs> it
1: had been twenty years since I had visited this this track that I had raced.
0: Was it left hand turns only?
1: No. Okay.
0: I was gonna say maybe that's where your fear of the right hand. No, right-hand but started. it was all sand, and sand <laughs> oh, sure. is god
1: awful to yeah, be, it be is. riding on in two a dirt wheels. Bike. Yes. Um. So that particular track, as a beginner in my racing, was very very difficult and so before i even knew what anxiety was i um i had a lot of pre-race anxiety in those sure. days and just thought it went with the terrain it was but it was it was different it was definitely anxiety so i went there and i'm you know i know some of my old buddies are racing and they have kids that are racing mm-hmm. and i'm so excited to be there i drive up in the motor home get the wristbands, in the motor home. go. Go park the motor home. And I had a panic attack. And I hadn't had one in a long time. And I thought to myself, I'm like, man, I'm as grounded and good as I've ever been in sure. my life. Sure,
0: where is this coming from?
1: Why? You know, there's no stress. There's no nothing. Here it was the smell of race gas and the sounds.
0: <laughs> honestly. From your pre-race that nervousness. I was,
1: I, the brain brought me right back there. So, that was the trigger, was the smell of race gas and the sounds.
0: I had heard for a long time that smell is incredibly tied Very to powerful. memory. Yeah. Like uh, change, pennies. Yeah. Like the smell of coins. Yeah. Instantly go back to, uh, we called her Grandma Pearl. I have No idea what her real name is. She was an old lady who would babysit when my mom had to teach. Sure. Before I was in school. So, like... Pre K, or like, I think preschool was either half day or every other day. Mm-hmm. So when I wasn't in preschool, my mom taught, single mom at the time, and I would go to Grandma Pearl's. Sure. She was just this local old lady well, in Wobino. The graduating class was like 30 kids. Yeah. So it's a tiny town. Yeah. And she had an ice cream bucket of pennies <laughs> just in the living room, and I would dump it out on the carpet. And then she had the little like, front end loader and a bulldozer and like I would push the pennies around with these little yeah. heavy equipment toys mm-hmm. and that's that was one I'm sure that I did other things yeah, <laughs> other right. than that for eight hours a day but the smell of that bucket of pennies that's what I think of every time and it's not every day I don't like get change from a gas station and smell it like it's not a weird <laughs> thing
1: right it's but when just, it if you itself.
0: happen to you know you dump out the piggy bank and you kind of get that a little whoosh of air before yeah. you put it in a baggie to take to the bank or whatever. I'm like, mm, Grandma Pearl. <laughs> like I, instantly for 30 years. That's yeah. what I think of is that frickin' Kemp's ice cream bucket full of <laughs> pennies <laughs> sitting in the corner of the living room. It's the weirdest thing.
1: Oh, the old Tupperware. Oh, God. My grandmother was, the, you know.
0: The Cool Whip that you didn't know if it yes. was actually Cool Whip. Right. Because there's nine Cool Whip containers in the fridge. Exactly. Which one is actually Cool Whip?
1: Yes yeah but yeah aromas are powerful and it's it's just fascinating how how a memory a memory can be so solidified in your mind um, I was very fortunate that being inward and somewhat isolated as a farm kid um I started meditating at a very young age
0: like officially or you didn't know you were doing it you were just I did. Well, ended up what being meditation to you, but like, did you read a book? This is how you meditate? And no, then you did it, or you just kind of no, fell into it?
1: No, it's it's how, I, yeah, I sort of, you know, attract people, both male and female friendships and things um, of very unique mindsets. So um, the neighbor girl, um, she had <laughs> the neighbors move in, they're a large family. From a suburb of Chicago that's literally like four miles from where I grew up in Chicago. So Small world, anyway, as they say. Yeah. So this is my most readily available source of humans when you're mm-hmm. way out in the country. And anyway, um, she she was older than I was. I was in grade school. She was in high school. She's very artistic and very out there. And I love that about her. So I navigated toward her really well. But anyway, she was telling me, she's like, yeah, I just sit really quiet. And I think about nature and the birds. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, you know, I'm outside with that. But what cued for me was like in the times I couldn't be outside, like let's say winter, Is like I would get a little stir crazy, you know, I was playing music and doing things on a guitar and, you know, that was, other than that, I didn't really like school, so I didn't pay attention to school. So I thought, well, you know, I can sit here and I can create the outdoors in my mind. So that's, that's how it started for me. But then I would, I would, I would just hone in on something. So accidentally what i was doing was silencing all the the craziness in my head you know thinking things you know creating things in my mind and all this stuff so i was finally honing it in and um so i would i would do this to kind of entertain myself just to just to hone in and then see what randomness popped in um and then try to make it go away but it 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 gets easier the more that you do it. and then the, the, the less practice, yeah. the less brain activity is actually occurring, um, which is the escape. But anyway, so um, I have a lot of Christian family members that that were at that time giving me certain ideas about Christianity. Um, and so through the meditating, I was getting so good at it and doing it so frequently. That one time, I I felt, you know, and I'm a lover of science, so I struggle with this experience to give it terms that make sense scientifically. But I I felt like a numbness where I could no longer feel myself in contact with anything. Okay, and it scared the living shit out of me <laughs> because I was living with Christian, sure, Christian thinking mm-hmm. um, that that I I somehow. <clears throat> perceived a disconnect from my body and so therefore that was my moment of evil and so then I stopped meditating completely until until <laughs> I was gonna say that doesn't <laughs> sound like the end of that yeah no until I was in my in my 20s but um
0: did you immediately run to confession and no do your our nobody. father's <laughs>
1: told nobody about that experience. Is this the actually, world exclusive? I don't actually talk about that experience. First it's,
0: time ever?
1: It's kind of like a... Um, well,
0: that's a very personal thing.
1: Not a levitation, but I literally... It wasn't like my ass was numb because I was sitting there so long. <laughs> you woke up and you were on the toilet
0: and your legs were numb or It was or a something? very
1: different kind of feeling, but I think what was happening is somehow... And I, and, and boy, did I dive into new age thinking in my twenties, all I read was new age books, books on religion, Mm -hmm. books on spirituality. Um, I, in my twenties, I didn't date, I didn't have an interest. I was heavily into fitness running. Um, I got into bodybuilding, you know, so I, I didn't, I wasn't going to bars. I did not drink, um, I didn't do a lot of things. I worked. I worked out. I owned my own home. I was starting my own business as a personal trainer. Um, But I was very into matters of the mind, religion and spirituality. So I did start meditating again. Mm -hmm. And um, the goal with it was, is how much more energy I could produce or how much more energy I could fabricate. But I think that that the experience when I was um young really what that was is somehow I was I was slowing down the the brain activity and the external sensory yep and somehow and I and I wish I would have kept going Oh sure but I think somehow at that moment I somehow got to that point that's often talked about that I started read about in my 20s where um, avid meditators can really lose all external sensory perception mm-hmm. and i think i did it once <laughs>
0: your sad face so <laughs> Look
1: at your, it is it's really frowny. it's it's <clears throat> really it's that's something if we could if we could give young people especially in an era where they're overstimulated mm, Jesus, and they're yes. losing their sense of self and their their awareness of their own being in this space and place um boy if i could if i could encourage people to to try that. Um especially young people that they can have that groundedness in themselves cuz the world is the world is a little bit tricky out there for young people. I I'm, yeah. I'm glad I didn't have I've children. been
0: around for 41 years and I still don't know what the hell I'm doing half the time. Yeah. So how do you feel that they go together or do you feel conflicted? I got to put my hand in front of the mic. Um, being scientific as you are, and also spiritual, which I f- feel that you are, or are you not quite as much anymore?
1: I don't. I don't like that word. I don't um, know because religious it, is not. I don't right. like that. I I'm don't definitely know spiritual. I don't know what. I'm definitely not religious. That, that, well, stuff, yes, that's why that I didn't use that That stuff is word. fabricated by human beings. Um. Agreed. I used to be much more accepting of it until very recently. Now I have zero tolerance. <laughs> okay. um,
0: You're, you had stern eyebrows on for
1: that. I have zero tolerance now. The, the best I'll be able to do because I'm I'm a peace seeker. I think sure human beings need more peace. And there's a lot of very fun and interesting ways to increase peace <laughs> in one's life. Um, it's
0: right across the street at the CBD store. Well, no, not not in Wisconsin. Yeah, okay. So,
1: yeah, there are a lot of ways to obtain peace, but some are more fun and interesting and not not often known or talked about.
0: Um, That's episode four. <laughs> but, so what um, word would you use? Just because I religious to me means like you're a religion, but you can believe there's something, like whether it's self, the universe, whatever, I use the word spiritual perhaps incorrectly, but I don't know what, I don't know what other word to, Um, to use, I guess.
1: Uh, yes, I, I struggle with these labels because there's some, there's something that I feel I'm, I and many others are picking up on that's not God, that's not anything human, it's not a thing, it's
0: like the maya Ga- gaia maya what is nope, it the I'm not, like the I'm earth I,
1: thing I I all I can say is it's probably a combination of a variety of things again number 1 the brains this this receptor this is our mm-hmm. little uh, yeah. without it forget it you're, mush. you're done that's it. There's nothing more. I'm sorry.
0: There's some people who I know who are alive and don't have one. Right, right. <laughs> a uh, lot of them. We
1: study this in medical ethics and and how we can keep human beings alive, even though they're not really alive. It is possible. Um, so so anyhow, so we have this brain, and I think we're we're wildly endowed with a lot of sensory perceptions that maybe science does hasn't given meaningful labels to sure. yet um for us to communicate about it in a way where we're where we're talking about the same thing so some of these gray areas um like God
0: you don't have to be careful what you say
1: um well I have to for the context that 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 the sense of Ability to be alive with this brain. Sure. Is freaking amazing. Oh, yeah. And I don't take that lightly at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe I'm even more attuned to how awesome it is, like in the moment, very important, um, than people who are projecting themselves onto this greatness of death and the afterlife. That's foolishness to me. (laughs) Yep. What the fuck? I mean, you have to live now, and you also, simultaneously with that, need to be responsible for what it is you're doing with your living, and mostly how it affects other people. I
0: was just gonna say it's not all. So for that, so that,
1: so I would, I would just say I'm, I'm not, I'm not spiritual. I'm very um, perceptive, and um, sensitive to. Um, the privilege to be alive.
0: Okay, I like that.
1: Um, and I'm and I'm not going to give any ounce of that to some being or thing that does not exist. Um, sure. <clears throat> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I, it's just it doesn't. It, I don't. I, you know because it's it's. You'll find me participating in things where you go what is she doing i don't i didn't think this fit into her box of whatever um there's no box i i love stones geology is fascinating to me Mm -hmm. um so you'll find (laughs) me at some of these real new age fairs where there's stones and things and you know i'm walking around just being myself and these tarot card readers are walking up to me and saying like there's really like you know, interesting things. I'm drawn to you from across the room and I have a message for you. And I'm like, oh, really? And in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, I'm aware of this electromagnetic field and possibly these other things that yeah. humans and plants <clears throat> emanate yeah. while they're living that maybe there's a resonance of some kind. I don't know that, or you just happen to look up at the right time and i You know, perfect straight line and there's Christy, you know, so when when I don't I do not get flattered by these things, I find them funny. And then I'm sitting there trying to choke it all down that they're, you know, in from their framework, they're delivering something very special to me. Sure. So on the most basic level, I'm giving that person my time and attention just out of like, here I am to be courteous. Here I am in front of a human being. That I don't necessarily want to demote their, their values or systems, but if they're going to start prying on me, then, then I will say, you know, I, this is your experience and your projection. Sure. Um, mine is that this is random. It's coincidence. Um, and I'm just, it's cool to meet you.
0: See, that's to me, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You do whatever you want. If that makes you happy, Right. it doesn't.
1: It's better I, for the I world give a shit. if it makes you happy. But as long as you're not harming. second
0: <laughs> you start telling me what I should or shouldn't do or pushing whatever you're doing onto me, that's hard no. In almost yeah. any, I don't care if it's religion, if it's a movie, if it's a book, I will purposefully not watch a movie if you tell me that I need to watch it and like how come you haven't watched it like what are you stupid like you haven't watched that yet you have to watch it i will almost on purpose not yeah just to be like no because you made it big made a fuss about it yeah more so with the religion-y stuff though yes if that's what makes you happy have at it you're free to do whatever you want don't fucking tell me what i should and shouldn't yeah. do or believe or think or whatever
1: i think for up until now uh last Friday quite honestly um I think up until that point um we were being very nice we're trying to at most of us anyway we're being nice and just trying to avoid each other on that topic like if let's say let's say you were very very religious and and prior to last Friday you might have been saying well I'll pray for you Christy um you know, bless
0: you. Have a blessed day. I was just talking Have with someone about this day. the other day. Okay, you yep, um, nice to talk to you. We'll see you later. God bless you. What, what do I? What do I say to that?
1: Yes. Like, th- thanks. Yes, so thanks. I. <laughs> so 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 that the old time of niceties is like. Um, now it's like.
0: Oh, she's got both hands on a chair. Here it comes. <laughs>
1: Now it's going to be very hard for me to override the, um, um, it's not a blessed day. It's Mm -hmm. the day that you make and that I make for ourselves and our surroundings, taking back the honesty that we are what generates things and energy and, and outcomes in the world that needs to be understood more than ever. Um, cause you can have your, pull that
0: whole thing out just cause it's heavy. You can just talk.
1: You it can, much. you can have your blessed bullshit because your blessed bullshit wants to now tell me what I can do with my body medically. Yes. So there's a no more tolerance for it. I'm sorry. Your book, you know, so this, this is where I've lost my ability to say, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. No, I'm not okay with Christianity. I have family members that are born again and all these things, and I, I will love them. Mm. I will. I will love them, but I will not tolerate um, any conversations or whatnot of Christian things unless, unless they want to hear my perspective as well. Oh,
0: they're phenomenal so, at dishing so, out so their it, thoughts and so, opinions.
1: So I will allow for space to have a conversation that that would be, you know, I'm going to say my ideas mm-hmm. to you, and then you would then have to allow me to say my ideas to you versus It's a conversation they, they, they don't two-way. they do not have conversations with yeah. you. Most of them yes. don't. Yep, Some Christian philosophers, because they're philosophy trained, do. But it's quite rare. Mm-hmm. Most Christians are not having a conversation with you. It is at you. Yeah, was, mm. So yep. so I can have at you conversations, but they need to be equal. They need to be sure. equalized and have a common ground where we both can present in an at you kind of a way. But if you're going to have an at you kind of a conversation, you need to di- create a distinct cutoff. So I would suggest looking at these phones and saying, all right, you got five minutes. Go at me. <laughs> sure. I got five minutes. I'm going to go at you. But it's at, it, at, stuff, you, at
0: you and then they like, nope, I'm done. And then they get pissy and walk away. So
1: that's where I've changed. I, I've i been clear now that my only means of being with these people is it's going to be in a matter where we're just you can be a Christian and be with me. I mean, I have clients and people that I work with where, of course, they're going to be Christian or whatever mm-hmm. they identify with. And I I don't want to have that conflict, but I do hope they understand that it's it's changed my life and and many women's lives in a lot of ways that um you know, if I got to project my at yous with politicians, um Christians wouldn't like it either. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because we'd be opening some fun doors. Yeah. <laughs> for me those would all be sexual. Oh. So that's why this this whole um you know the this whole thing that that happened is is going to change the way that a lot of people relate to one another but us you know for me as a woman now now I'm oppressed in my life. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm waking up every day like, man, I want to go have an abortion. Yeah. Um you know, and and nor does the woman who's happily married, who is trying to have a child, and then she has a child that's going to be, um, it's not going to have life vitality. That now she needs to carry to term while it's dead inside of her. Mm-hmm. There's a whole multitude of stories. <clears throat> even my clients have presented to me since this this thing was overturned. That I'm like, wow, there's so many more. Um, it's
0: not black and bo- it's not like right. you got pregnant I don't want it because right. I'm irresponsible right I'm going to go have an abortion right. and that's the only reason
1: yeah that that's actually very few I was gonna say like, that's yes there's yep. there's very few people who are using it as birth control some of these weird mm-hmm. commentaries but um no I you know, I mean, as a woman, when this whole thing is removed from you on a federal level, and then you realize you can't access these services if necessary in your state, you start going, well, okay, this affects me. I didn't even think about it before, but now I I kind of have to. And the minute certain uh, neural pathways are activated in your brain, <clears throat> like memory, like we talked yeah. about earlier, they, they, do, they then don't go away. Mm-hmm they either strengthen through repetition of thought or they weaken through not thinking about them that much. But here's the thing. I'm single and I like to have sex eventually. I mean, I can't because I'm a demi. Um, Sure. I I don't do these things uh, frivolously. And it's fine if you do, but um, I don't. And so I have to think about what it all means for me. And it means for me, it's like now in partner selection, you know, I... Have to have an added layer of conversation. Oh, for that, sure. That um, because I'm also a woman who experiences depression and um, muting of my sexuality and and dulling of my orgasms on um, birth control that I choose not to be on birth control. Sure. Um, so it ends up being a big factor. Is like I have to tell a guy now, hey, um, for. What I feel are legitimate reasons, yep. especially since women have to take birth control. I mean, here I am, 40 years. When did I start? 15?
0: Oh, yeah. You're you know, pumped full, yeah. I
1: Yeah, I had been pumped full. And now I'm choosing to not. Um, now I have to ask him to um, be an active participant in what do we do. True. Uh, this is my baseline, you know how do we how do we navigate this so that pregnancy couldn't be a result
0: well and that's
1: and condoms fail you know and i mean even uh, you yeah. know let's say you're in a earlier stages of a relationship and that's an application you choose um they fail they break they fall off you know
0: <laughs> that's just one form and there's a host of reasons to not or right whatever right mm-hmm.
1: so so you know i mean we're in a position now like
0: so it's but
1: even if you don't have those conversations yeah. and you end up in the bedroom you're a woman that bears the burden of this thought that you just can't completely relax cuz it's a little bit in it's that always going to be pathway, there yep. Yep, yep. that when you're in the moment that neural pathway will be activated Because at some point you've thought about it.
0: Well, and you're going to have (laughs) it directly affects the women. Right. But if you have a married couple, they have two kids, the third one, what's the term where it starts to develop in the fallopian tube and doesn't make it. um, Oh, yeah. Ectopic. Whatever the term is, her life is in danger.
1: Yeah.
0: So it affects her because it's her body and she can't make that decision but she has a husband she has parents she has kids it affects all of them mm-hmm. it i mean it affects everyone women in bold more directly but it also affects yes men the partners the family the dads the sons yeah everyone totally so it's fucked up all the way around it is because there's not even there's not even an asterisk right. like for medical reasons for what it's just Right, Hard all. It's just, and gone. it's, it. I, I don't understand it.
1: Yeah, so you know the arguments where that comes from. It's God's plan. So is your fucking heart attack. If you're taking any medication for blood pressure, you better stop. Oh, it. I saw one the other day,
0: and it had to do with like Botox and makeup and whatever. And it was like <laughs> everything. God didn't make don't you like you that dare, either, Hell, isn't
1: Don't you dare interrupt his plan and go to the doctor. Don't you dare interrupt his plan. And go seek or take any big pharma, Tylenol, any of the above. You better be oh natural, one hundred percent. Tattoos,
0: nail polish, makeup, push-up bras—like there was a big list on this post I had seen of like better stop doing that too. Then, I everything. mean, every everything, everything other than you showering in plain water, because <laughs> that's the way it's God made plain. you smell. It's not plain. Oh, it's all fluoridated. It's, it's, mind it's treated. Oh, through yeah. what science? <laughs> What's that?
1: It's the love of the world. Oh, God invented science, science, according to
0: them. Um, but yeah, it's just love the whole science. thing is messed up. And funny is the wrong word, but like, <laughs> I still, like, you have to laugh just to keep from getting angry. You
1: do I, have I don't to, to laugh. <laughs> and, and it ah. is when you do think, when you do choose to put on the lens of, of humor, um, so many parts of it become even more funny that you weren't even looking at.
0: I have always got a kick <laughs> out of religion, per se. All of them, any of them, just yeah. the, especially the diehards.
1: You know, interesting thing, I used to be a diehard. I was a born-again Christian till I...
0: I can't picture that.
1: I was, yeah. Uh, it Stemmed after that meditation incident. And
0: how, like, 10? yeah, 16? like was how, 10. Okay.
1: Because when I was 11, How
0: did I... You didn't say that, did you?
1: No, um, I just knew it. You when, sent it to me when I, when I was eleven. After that incident, you know, I was under the impression that 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 was that was an involvement of the devil, sure, and possession, or because whatever. I couldn't feel my body, so that must have been the devil. So
0: you automatically were sinning somehow. I,
1: I was sinning um, through that mind frame. So even though I had Christian people in my life. Mm-hmm. As my elders, um, I took it upon myself to. There was a Catholic church and a Lutheran church. On, I I had to walk to school uphill both ways. Um, But anyway, (laughs) bread bags
0: in your boots.
1: This church, (laughs) the Catholic church, was um, on the way to school. So I thought, why not walk to church? You know, felt felt some kind of a pressure that was uncomfortable that I had really done something wrong. I was baptized Catholic, so go to the mm-hmm. Catholic church. So what do I do? I'm an 11-year-old. I walk in the door. And, you know, you, you didn't
0: start on fire or anything. I didn't start
1: on fire, but everybody was dipping their fingers in this in this water by the door yep. and doing this thing. So I'm like, okay. And I go and I sit down. <laughs> and it's up, down, up, down. You Kneel, know, sit, say this. Kneel, sit, stand. Kneel, sit, stand. And so... So I, I'm following the rules I'm doing the thing, mm-hmm. and then it's it what you're
0: supposed to do. It comes follow the time
1: rules. to go get the goods, man, and crackers so, and
0: beer. Yep.
1: So 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 they line up. I line up, and I get up there, and they tell me to go sit back down.
0: You didn't have your first communion yet, did you? I didn't. You didn't go through all their schoolings and whatnot.
1: So I, so so my mind started to think. I'm like, okay, here I am. Why why am I not like others? Why
0: the body of Christ because, is not for the kids table
1: because <laughs> god god is for me i really felt that sure. i really felt and my connection to it was through nature as i remember looking up into the clouds and wondering and asking my aunt and my mom what's up there well god's up there
0: heaven what can so i see so i was it? under yeah. that
1: impression so here yeah. i go into this place where i want i want to please god and i'm told to go sit back down when you tell Christy to go sit back oh, down, it doesn't God. go very I'm well. guessing you were a precocious child. <laughs> so, so, but I continued to go, but I still felt this more and more and more, you know, they're going to do it, but no, you stay. Like, did you seek you, an
0: explanation to it or were you just like arms crossed and a huff? I not
1: there with me. I
0: mean, like, the next day or after, did you seek um, out the pastor and be like, hey, I showed up here, no, you jerks didn't, I was hungry and...
1: So my grandparents. There's enough Jesus to go around. <laughs> <laughs> right? Somehow it's mass produced.
0: Um, we had elevened some kind.
1: Yeah. So so I um, I think my my grandparents because they were very Catholic. Just explained mm-hmm. that you know you have to do this this and that, sure. and then then you can. Well, okay. So so I knew that, but then I'm like, all right, well, let's go figure out this Lutheran stuff. So I walked around the corner and I started going to the other <laughs> church. And my my neighbor's kitty corner from my parents were members of this church. Mm-hmm. So instead of me being stuck walking to this church all the time. Oh, hopping they, with neighbors. Yeah, too. so then I'd walk over to their house, get in the car, and go to Lutheran church service with them. And the difference was I felt a little bit less of the processes. And because of my neighbors, who I love, dearly. They're they're sure. wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Um, that warmth and that, you know, nobody asked me, hey, kid, you're 11. Why are you doing this? Oh, sure. No, you know, <clears throat> I would have, but nobody asked me that. So they were just like, hey, this kid is sure after God. You know, we don't get in the way. We support that. Which,
0: so- if that's your goal <laughs> as a pastor or as a religion... That's what you should do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, that's it would be weird. Yeah,
1: that this child's parents isn't pushing.
0: demanding that you memorize and recite the Nicene Creed before you make it to the next level of right. CCD or <laughs> whatever.
1: So I proceeded to get confirmed in the Lutheran Church, but even on my confirmation day, they gave me a different looking cross and they gave me a different looking Bible than the rest of the the people who had been confirmed. And it- I've got a little neurological trigger back to the Catholics where I different. was like, I'm different. Why am I different? So then I asked those questions. And the reason was, is I was confirmed non-traditional Lutheran.
0: Because you weren't baptized or That's you weren't correct. originally
1: That's correct.
0: Originally Lutheran.
1: So then I, I quit that stuff. So
0: you got Scarlet Letter from the Lutherans I, also. I,
1: I, I quit that stuff. <laughs> By this point, I was old enough to drive, and the most local church from that was a Pentecostal church in Antigo. And it just so happened my other neighbors went to that church.
0: I probably saw you at some point in my life in Antigo, because when we were young, or when I was with my dad, he lives in Wabino. Mm -hmm. Which, I don't know if you know where that is. I do. Nobody does, but...
1: Christy does.
0: But, like, the Fleet Farm... Any restaurants we had to go to, his electrical supplier, all that was in Antigo. Mm-hmm. So we were always there eating at the Dixie Lunch or, yes. you know what I mean, in yeah. town there in the summer and whatever. Yeah. And we're the same age. Yeah. I probably ran into you in Antigo at some point.
1: Yeah. So I went to the Pentecostal church and participated in that for a few years and um, they spoke tongues and I did not. And when we would be so full of joy, which was really a communal sense of hyperactivity. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'd all be bouncing around, you know, singing mm-hmm. for Jesus. And I'd be up there. And then all of a sudden, the tongue stuff would start. And then I'd feel somebody thunk, thunk, right on my back, pushing me, pushing me. Is
0: it so was it Jesus telling you to leave?
1: I was like, what's is, what is going on here? Got this old...
0: I get your got you, Jesus groove on. Got this old
1: woman like shoving on me. Well, here, what they thought was is because of my commitment and my presence, they were they were projecting onto me their frustrations that I was not yet speaking tongues, and by shoving, by a physical act of pushing, they were encouraging the Holy Spirit to start to speak through me.
0: So, when you say tongues, was it like Latin, or were they just gibberish to it's them?
1: Gibberish. But they believe, to, they believe it's an actual language.
0: Is it all this? Like, can you talk gibberish to you and you know what you're saying? I don't think so. It's just whatever comes out of your whatever mouth. Whatever
1: comes out of your mouth. That's bizarre. It is bizarre. But I go back to the brain again. When your brain is swimming with all kinds of neurochemicals mm-hmm. induced by the environment that you're in and where you're allowing your mind to be... Um, I think a lot of that neural activity and overwhelm of hormones and chemical release is that it does become then possible to get Just. so tongue-tied and loose and relaxed <laughs> that this shit comes out of your mouth. Maybe that's where scatting came from. It is not from. god. It is not god. Maybe that's
0: where scatting came from.
1: From your brain. Everything from your brain. Well, yes, uh, yes. So Anyhow, so I
0: did you ever find your tongues to speak I did, in?
1: I did not. Never found your tongues. No, because there's there's this thing called um, rationality, <laughs> and the parts of my the parts of my brain that are strongest are logical and rational. At least I like to think. Um, but anyway, that that prevents me from doing a lot of things. Quite honestly, um, sometimes it's you know a little bit of a restriction. Um, but anyway, um, so from that church, you know, the being pushed around literally by little old ladies um, got to be a little too much for me. And I started to feel my separateness again. Here mm-hmm. I am in another place. I'm not pleasing God because I can't do a thing according to the process. Of course. So then I go to the last stop, which is the, the Baptist church in um, Wausau. Wisconsin. And at this time I'm, I'm in my early twenties and what I'm noticing is, you know, I'm, I'm going to church on Sundays. I'm also going on Wednesdays. I'm hanging out with church people in my free time and they're all starting to get to the point where, um, You know, a lot of them have been in the church all their life and hadn't had sex yet. And so they're they're burning. (laughs) Oh the the loins. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so dropping like flies wedding invitation after wedding invitation. Oh
0: sure. After wedding invitation. So that they can
1: Oh yeah. Get to the the dirty. They want to get there, but they wanna do it right. So Good Lord. So that I recognize. I'm like at that point, I have certainly had plenty of sex in my life and didn't have a problem. I actually think it's quite important you do that before you make any significant commitments yeah, yeah. of any kind. Yeah. Um, so so for me, this was this thing like this is completely illogical. And this is gonna be problematic. For All I hear is lives.
0: lawyer fees.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> so so I was like, this isn't even God focused. You know, but I was so immersed around young people that I I started to lose sight because after being in in church for so many years, you hear the same stories of the same book time and time and time and time and time time again with their own spin on the interpretation Mm -hmm. that I wasn't even really listening anymore because I've read at that point not only the King James Version, but the New International Version And then I had a parallel Bible that was two other alternate New American Standard, I believe. So as I'm reading not only the Bible, but I'm reading the various... The other Bibles. Yeah, and and what I really realized, I think, between simultaneously, like, people are using this thing in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Not even seeking God. It's more of, like, a plan for life. Sure. Because they didn't have one for themselves you can
0: pick and choose your excerpts and how to use it in your defense or your right. own justifications. people need justifications.
1: for mor- morality sometimes and i do think that religion serve that for for a time but mm-hmm. um, when i <clears throat> when i started to seek out what sanskrit really was um, then then the light really went on is that all all this writing is lost it's literally lost in the translation yeah because when one sanskrit word is spoken the listener here um doesn't hear but sees a picture oh sure and a picture is worth a thousand words right you cannot take one sanskrit word and not have a sentence or two in translation
0: you can, oh, yeah. you
1: can not. and <clears throat> in so you can't translate one for one Sanskrit to to English.
0: It's not this symbol in Sanskrit is the right. <laughs> yes. So
1: so for me at it that conveys time conveys an idea almost. Yes. So that's where the 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 Sanskrit word and literal translation is not possible. So then you're left to major room for interpretation. So. There may have been some very interesting valid points that were missed in what's written in the current Bible. And yeah. then you can get into Bible history. Wasn't know? it
0: all like the 16th century or whatever when all the noble dudes got together and decided what books and stories they were going to put together right. anyway? Right. So and,
1: and women weren't included. No,
0: God, no. It's the Catholic Church. They're Christian. You know what I mean? The, to this, Can you have a female uh, Catholic priest to this day? I thought they had changed that. Maybe it could be a female deacon.
1: I am not sure.
0: I know for the longest time you couldn't. Like there was no women of the church unless it was the uh, the ladies who made the potlucks down in the basement, you know, yeah. for the, the Easter buffet or whatever. Right. That's Sanskrit. Yeah. <laughs> can you read it? I cannot. Well, neither can I. That's why I had to use the I, internet. I, and know, I like tipple checked it. And everywhere I could possibly find to make sure that it was correct.
1: It's a beautiful art, the way our written language comes. Not so well, maybe because I see it every day, but I don't think the English language is is beautiful in the formation of the letters itself. But uh, a lot of the Eastern. Uh,
0: I'm a fan of uh, any Asian beautiful. writing. Yeah. And uh, actually, there's something that I love about the, like the Cyrillic Russian. Because they have letters that make a sound, like yeah. that one letter makes a ch or a sh. There's no sh, there's no whatever. It's yeah. Um, I'm trying to find because I'm going to screw it up. And I just looked it up the other day. Uh, I
1: don't know. It's interesting <laughs> when I was studying uh, the the Torah, um, and looking at Kabbalah, <clears throat> um, and some of some of these intertwined things. It's not so fresh in my mind, but what. What was very interesting is how the the fire letters, or to communicate something that's not even just about reading, mm-hmm. um, that there was really something there in that religion that was very different um, and backwards. Um, what book did I just say? Well, it was like encyclopedias. What I had, I just. One of my dear friends, um, she moved away, her and her husband, uh How dare a she professor of religious studies mm. and particularly emphasis on cults. Um oh the Zohar. Now that
0: sounds like a title.
1: The Zohar is read backwards, and um it took a whole suitcase for me to get the thing down to her when I visited her. Jesus. Yeah, it's
0: it's literally written backwards. So you you
1: have to open the book backwards and start reading.
0: Oh, it, Jesus. Yeah, but it
1: has the fire letters and all, all this stuff that's embedded in it. And again, all I go is like, look at what they're trying to do with their brains. I ev- cool. All of
0: that stuff fascinates sort of. me. Everything is, I mean, if I could go to, the, you've been to more churches than I have been to. Yeah. Raised Catholic when I was married. Um, they were Lutheran, so pop in there every now and then on the major holidays. I mean, there's no mosques around here. No. There's no... I mean, you really got to go a long way to get any sort of Hindu or Buddha or anything Mm non-Christian. Because even those are one half of a shade away from Catholic to Lutheran. A couple of the prayers are different other than that. You look like a jerk when you're used to a Catholic and then the priest says something and in Catholic you respond and you're at a Lutheran service for the first time and the priest says something and you respond and you're the only one because they don't do that in the, <laughs> the Lutheran, they can pick you out. I think they do it on purpose <laughs> like that just so that everyone turns to see who the Catholic in the back is. But yeah, I just find it all interesting. I had a buddy of mine who was Jehovah. Don't really know much about him. They were the nicest, sweetest, most beautiful family I've ever known. Like yeah. physically gorgeous every single one of them. They had like eight kids. Um And the sweetest people ever. Yeah. But they Thursday he couldn't go to practice because they had meetings. And then I think Sunday, like it was a half a day, like it was a fairly lengthy thing. Uh, Nicest people ever. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I was in my 20s as a normal guy, so you get distracted. I just didn't go to (laughs) random churches or whatever. Someday.
1: I'd like to know what keeps them motivated if it's only 144,000 that... That actually get to heaven. Like, what are you? And
0: see that, like, I've heard that number before, but other than that, I don't know.
1: I'm uninformed, so uh, I apologize. As I am I. I really.
0: I just spoke on it because I loved the family, and the dad just, of course, I'm I want to say earlier this spring passed away from COVID, of course. But
1: oh, sorry. Yeah. You know, I, I ha- I want to, you know, always maintain peace create and cultivate cultivate joy um, if possible in any way possible I, I want to maintain peace with people who are still going to choose to have a religion mm-hmm. be a part of their life what I don't <clears throat> want is I mean I guess how do I how do I kindly tell these people I don't want to hear your thoughts because it's true, I don't, I don't want to hear any religious. Thoughts.
0: And by doing that, you're being gracious in like your relationship, saving both of you time, right? So if I was one who, <laughs> and everyone don't laugh at once, who is the religious person, person wanting to talk to you about God, or you know what I mean, doing the the pushing, so to speak, I would be. <clears throat> that's why I'm not a good high pressure salesman. You'd be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, thank you for your time. Yeah. But the most don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're yeah. going to keep and keep and keep. And that's just, but that's the way I am about everything
1: you know, houses,
0: cars, yeah. religion. You push it on me, I'm automatically going to not want it more. Yeah. Just give me like a nope, I'm good. Thanks. I'm
1: trying okay. to think how this plays out because I'm around people who are Christian
0: just try it one and, time and
1: they do know that i'm atheist and i don't know if it's my persona but they don't talk to me about religion at all because and, and it isn't i don't want to hate they're scared them. of you <laughs> i don't want it i don't want to hate anyone that's not going to be my choice in my line of thinking um
0: i think they, they just know that you're very well versed probably more so than them on their own religion and yeah. the counterpoints
1: the counterpoints
0: <laughs> and most people don't most somewhat intelligent people don't pick a fight that they know they already lost before they open their mouth. So that's right. just a guess. <laughs> if yeah. they know you, if they don't know you, then they're going to throw their Jesus stuff at you. Yeah. And then, you know, buckle up buttercup, I'm assuming. But <laughs> uh, the people who know you, either that, like they know that they, they, it's a waste of their time or they're just... Like, this is, she thinks her stuff, I think mine, I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you saying, if they don't do anything to me, I'm not going to come at them. It's yeah. the, their same thing. Like, that's what she thinks? Cool. This is what I think. Why bring it up?
1: It doesn't play out that way on Facebook. It's interesting to, to watch some of that Because dialogue. you have a keyboard. Yeah, there's You're not standing people... in front of someone. Yes, that that is a very different thing. I'm trying to be better about that myself, but... That's a hard playing ground to go. I got to take this absurdity. I think one that that came at me where I was like mm. I was like, "Ooh, I actually am <laughs> going to be not saying something because I need some time with this." And it's um it's the argument that because I have I'm a business owner, yes. And I have an opinion about something that is not an opinion of another person what they then might say and have said is well, I'm not gonna seek the services of your business. Cool. Um, I think the mistake in that person's thinking is they don't realize I employ people of their thinking. Oh I am sure I am literally providing You're jobs paying for them. people whose beliefs I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm not I <laughs> I'm about the person and sure. people. So yep. That's sort of an ignorant way to treat business owners um, thats is that you know where especially if they're not hardwired in a belief system, mm-hmm. they're going to be serving pretty much everybody yep you know you don't go to a restaurant they don't ask you well, are you a Christian or not because the owner is or not. you
0: don't get a different menu that costs more if you're a <laughs> no. Lutheran than you do if you're no a so Baptist. It...
1: You know, and it's like, it's the same thing with choosing not to eat meat. Boy, do some farmers fire back at me when I talk about, I'm like, I won't eat meat because it's too input heavy. You got to put gas in the tractor to till the soil. You got to put gas in the tractor to get the rocks out of the soil. You got to put gas in the tractor to move the cow shit. You got to put gas in the tractor to move the cattle feed. You got to put gas in the tractor for all this before you get to even Get your steak shipped off, chopped up. All the yep. gas it takes to get it there, All it everywhere. From, more and more gas. Fossil mm-hmm. fuels all over the damn place before you have a steak on your plate. I'm not doing that. Yeah. There's also the argument, and I don't, I seldom get into this one, although it does resonate with me a little. Here we so, go. The living being that sacrificed its life to be on your plate.
0: Oh, that's not where I thought you were going with
1: that. Yeah. But anyway, no, I,
0: I, I understand that. I don't yeah. All of that stuff.
1: Yeah, but uh, people still fervently want to argue with me about mm-hmm. um, farming. And that's where it's like, okay, I'll, I'll examine some alternatives, some of these sustainable practices, which are really cool. I've met some of them. I've been on some of their land and seen sure. their operation. Um, this past weekend, I was in Madison trying to be involved in a non-existent <laughs> protest. Yeah. Um, and instead, I, it, the farmers market was going on. I got to talk to some of these people mm-hmm. who are actually buying That's, and leasing land and putting more trees and doing well, the one reverse. One of my
0: favorite things on earth is that Madison Farmers Market. Yeah, I so
1: it. so it nourished my non-existent charred blackened soul just a little <laughs> bit this past weekend. Um, but yeah, so so I'm not like completely closed minded yeah. on it all. I don't like massive um, currently as they operate, massive farming operations. I just witnessed my family farm land turn into fields. And Mm -hmm. um, I didn't think I would react to that so strongly as I have. I think I'm still processing it. And I I don't have any ill will toward the the large farm that bought the land. This is just what happens across America. And as long as people are choosing to eat predominantly carnivorous diets um it's not going to change it's only going to get worse
0: oh yeah and i feel bad because when i can i will buy from someone who personally raises a couple of beefers or one of the local places Mm -hmm. but there's just something in my soul if i have one that just give me that burger yeah i need a steak i need i mean obviously it's much better I've never done it myself, where I raised one, but I feel that there are the same issues you do with farming, but I also love farmers, my grandpa and grandma were farm like I would have traded nothing different about my childhood when we got to go visit. There was a little stanchion barn helping bale hay, like I loved that upbringing, especially because there was a ton of family. My mom being one of sixteen um wow,
1: yeah, yeah that's right. You yeah. do have a big family. Yeah. You talk, you talk uh, about, and how I I've known some of your family engagements, and it sounds it. like it's always been fun. And it's, a lot of
0: everybody brings a cooler and a grill, and yeah. no fights, no arguments. Like it's yeah. phenomenal.
1: It's an important thing to me. I actually, I really look for that in a partner: is that I could see myself being an active family member. Oh, that's or an extension. Ha- half of the person important.
0: that you're with really is. Yeah, I don't have it in my fam- life. <laughs> so, well, that's what I'm like, saying. Like it's you, a ha- missing piece because you have like your parents. Are you both parents still with us? Oh yeah, okay. and they're still married. Okay, see, perfect. You have yeah. your parents. Yeah. If you find a gentleman lover, mm-hmm. whatever we want to call him, mm-hmm. it's you two. I'm assuming that you are close with your parents.
1: Yes. Um, it's the kind of relationship. It doesn't matter if we talk. Every few days or every few weeks, it's just the same.
0: Yes, so you go you see them somewhat regularly. I would assume. I talk to them. You guys hang out.
1: Yeah, more occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I try. I think that's kind of a more well, recent thing is like busy. All the time sense anyway. I'm not going to have them forever is is very. Mm. Um, it's it's kind of heavy on me nowadays. Yes. Um, trying to balance and create more time to spend time with them. The thing is, though, we're a project-oriented family, so they, unlike myself, <laughs> they they wonder about me and how they ended up with a child like myself. Um, but they don't they don't really leave the house. They're very homebody-ish. Sure. Um, my my father is is very kind and shy, and and yeah. prefers to kind of be in his own world. He likes people. He's very good to people. Just he's they don't. Seek anything outside of themselves in the house. Um, Sure. So it's amazing that they've maintained their marriage in that kind of mindset, (laughs) especially in that
0: close of a space.
1: Wow, you know something's going right there. No kidding. um,
0: But if you have a man, a gentleman lover, because I love that term, come into your life, you have your parents, you have your close friends.
1: Yeah.
0: He's going to have the same. Right. So if if like he's perfect. His brain is just getting you. (laughs) And he's got awesome parents. Whether they're together, they're split mom, stepdad, stepdad. Mom, stepdad. Dad, stepmom, whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Brothers, sisters, extended family, his own personal friends. That's just the possibility is there that you have that many more cool people to become close to.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: But it also increases the number of people who could be assholes... Because you never know.
1: But those are entertaining, too. Oh, God, to
0: a point, (laughs) to a point. When
1: you're not, so when you're not.
0: Because you're not living with
1: family, then these interactions are, they're all what they're going to be. You know, you can either, you can either invest yourself and make them become more closely in intertwined in your interest in your life and do things Mm. with them. Or you can have those peripheral assholes. That Who make
0: good stories that, for the people you, you know, do care about? You know, you have about. a
1: conversation with your partner about how far they're going to let you be the
0: oh, sure, be the sure the the antagonist because uh, I can I can
1: also I don't know if it's a good trait but it's an investigative quality. It's just oh, like good. I will I will do stuff with that, <laughs> oh, and and it'll either be good or it'll be bad because you bring things out of people and I bring things out of people. Of and, course, because I give them the space like especially if somebody people love to talk about themselves usually so so you you give the person a space to like
0: I feel like you're looking at me when you say that <laughs> probably because I'm the only other one here but
1: but what well, you know personally what's, attacked you know let them spew and in letting them spew it's sometimes very revealing oh yeah for sure and then you you get home and you look at your partner and go, Fuck Sal. is up with Sal, whatever his <laughs> name is. Like, is he
0: like that all the time? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, what's next? What's the next six to twelve months look like for Christy? What are you doing? What's your plans now that you you finally got new place all set up, done and done? Are you still yeah, tinkering it's, it's, between your house and work? Yeah, you've been renovating for what eight years now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> damn near. Uh, the
0: house the, took forever, if I'm not mistaken. Judging by the pictures,
1: it did because I took the approach of a lot of do-it-yourself.
0: Sure, which so
1: I budgeted. How dare you? I you're budgeted, a woman. I know. I budgeted <laughs> my time and my labor and and money mm-hmm. over the course of time. I did all these projects. My 1100 square feet of bliss on Lake Wassa, and it's
0: always hard when you're living there. For anyone, especially, I didn't have
1: a bathroom for nine months. Did you just have like a five-gallon
0: pail, or what did, did you? I did
1: the pail shower out on my balcony. I was
0: talking about toilet, so shower is much better, I guess. <sighs>
1: I did have a toilet in any other room, but there's no oh shower. Bathing. But my, my primary well, bathroom was down for nine months, and yikes. so I was trying to go to the gym and and use mm-hmm. that. But sometimes the hours were limited, and then, then my work. By the time I got home, my only option was to
0: wet a rag down and hope.
1: Get in a little black basin out on my balcony <laughs> with a side pail and like. As my dad would call it, pits, tits, and ass shower. Hey, that's
0: <laughs> all that matters. You cover it's a, a lot redneck with some in me, yeah. perfume. Yeah?
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so yeah. that's all done. So it's, done and done. It's all done. And it, and the other thing is, is it's the first time in my life as of June 1st that I'm not working nine to 12 hour days every, pretty much every day of the week. Uh, Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday. Back in January, I was trying, trying to um, make more space for a conventional relationship because the thing that usually is always thrown in my face or the cause of a man cheating is the fact that I work, and I worked a lot. How dare you I know, make a terrible. living
0: and But you enjoy your work, yes? I do. You I don't. don't say it in a way like there's people who marched to a factory for forty years and yeah. bitched about it every day of those forty years. Yeah. You enjoy it. Yeah. Like it's your jam. You're not right. Working at an assembly line. No. You own your own spa. Salon. Yes. It's not it, salon. Salon's for hair. It's what, a spa. What would you call it?
1: Um I would call it a spa at this point, but we're Predominantly focused on massage therapy. Okay. So I employ um, seven individuals right now, eight, including myself, although I don't, you it, know.
0: You can't stop smiling when you're talking about it, which tells me that you love it. So I
1: don't get paid until till all the others are paid as well as the overhead. So that's the other misconception is that business owners are rich.
0: Try um, being a realtor once. Everyone <laughs> assumes that I got money for toilet paper. Like I'm just <laughs> You are the reason I'm the shelves rich. are empty. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah It was one time I bought the last one.
1: Yeah, so I I I greatly enjoy my job. It's one of it's
0: Look at I, your face. We well, you can't look at your own face, but it's everyone a, else will. You can't stop smiling when you're talking about it. Yeah, so for I, someone I to give you shit for working at something that you obviously love, yeah. is kind of shitty.
1: It is shitty. It is shitty but I also understand that you know when you're when you're with somebody who's unavailable most of the time and um but- worst yet at the end of their day I'm in a highly nurturing position. Yep. So it's un- the- maybe not the most common trait I emanate and I do it to protect it myself from being drained all the time is at my work I'm very nurturing. <laughs> so when you come home you can't necessarily continue dumping out all this nurturing. The well which runs is dry at some probably, point. Probably yeah. um, one of my pitfalls is.
0: So you come home and you're just cold as all hell.
1: I'm not cold. <laughs> it was more
0: of a joke than anything.
1: I'm a cold fish. Where's my
0: fucking supper? <laughs> and it better be lettuce.
1: <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, man doesn't need to hunt. He just needs his own scissors. Um, That's right. <laughs> Yeah. So Is that sprouts. So yeah. So my my availability has always been um, put in front of my face.
0: So, but that has to be known day one.
1: Well, I mean, th- th- yeah. How can it, it not, isn't, you not? You can't use
0: that as an excuse because you know that. Yeah. Minute one.
1: Yeah, I th- I think men a lot of times will. Will bend reality and truths that Those are laid out before them. Sons of bitches! Because they're just immersed in the attraction and they don't want to believe just, the logical. You part. don't
0: sweep them; you knock them off their feet. Maybe <laughs> that's the. Maybe that's what happens.
1: <laughs> I don't know. And when I they think, come I think to, they, you're I, just
0: I, not there, and you're ornery, and they just <laughs> don't know what to do.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. So anyhow, <laughs> back in Jan. This is how long it takes to change my my life around. Back in January. I decided to try to be fair to somebody and um, and dripping with sarcasm. There. Start uh, <laughs> start rescheduling things so that I could simply work instead of daytime, nighttime, nighttime, daytime, daytime, nighttime. Yeah, weekends and create more spontaneity and consistency. That I now, um, as of June first, only work days. So all my clients of my career of sixteen years who were previously able to see me at night are ironically many of them are retiring and now available during the day
0: win-win and
1: so it has been a win-win and the rest of them are now forced to see my other therapists who are actually better therapists than i am so it lies that too is a win never admit that it's a misconception that the business owner is the best provider um i would not agree with that
0: maybe you're just the best
1: a lot of people business re- person a lot of people request me on the premise that i own the business and i'm like it's you want the you one that's the, yeah, sure. fresh out of school with a lot of energy <laughs> and like they're gonna put every ounce just of eat their the shit out of you yep and they're gonna go home totally exhausted where i go home ready for like okay what do we get to do now I'm ready to go. You know, walk 18. I'm a golfer. Mm-hmm. Oh God, get yes. into some level. You and your golf something.
0: Yeah, I well, I assumed that you have slowed down. God damn, I keep going with these levels. At least a little bit because I've been trying to get you in here since October, September. It was last like early last fall, yeah. right around the time you were bow hunting. I'm sure <laughs> early September. Because then it was like, well, I'm super like two weeks, crazy busy, November, 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 Mm -hmm. and then crickets, (laughs) and then it was brought up again, May, it was right around the time when you said your schedule would be changing. Yeah. So So that's uh, good for you. I guess in the not sarcastic way, like you it's it's actually taking your time back, enjoy it a little bit.
1: This cir- circulates back to you saying, "Well, what's next or what's going on now?" And
0: I cut my own question off, so please finish, no, it, <laughs> finish it's, that. It, it's
1: the backfill to what's going on now. Um, I didn't realize this, and maybe this helps me to relate to those who are retiring or going through significant career changes, or schedule changes, life changes. Um, I have, I don't want to say I have no stress, but I, compared to the stress I'm used to, I have no stress Mm -hmm. right now. I have no stress. Well, that's subjective to me Um, too,
0: because one person's burden compared to another's, it's how you deal with it. So
1: yeah, I suppose if you looked at the financial numbers, you would be like, what? And be really stressed. But so uh, yeah, everybody, everybody's, um.
0: Mine are usually just zeros. So (laughs)
1: if you
0: have nothing, you have nothing to lose.
1: So a lot, yeah, lots of big numbers come across. But oh, no,
0: mine guess. are zeros, like little zeros, <laughs> like just a zero, not a bunch of zeros. Some of, of mine
1: zeros. are really <laughs> big numbers and sure. well, you triple have a digits. Big
0: business, yeah. yeah.
1: And um, it's amazing what happens to those numbers. But anyway, it don't take long, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, you throw enough shit at a wall, most of it slips down, but you're hoping a little bit will stick. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. But it it's got the right trajectory, sure. so that's what's important when you're. You have to be a big picture person when you own a business.
0: Oh, you're looking five or more. Otherwise, you will be incredibly
1: stressed all the time. Yep. Um. So I learned that a long time ago. So that doesn't even stress me. It's like Meh, whatever. I kind of laugh and just keep going. Yep. But anyway, this transition of um. Now I have all this time and. flexibility and i'm not working nine to 12 hours a day every day anymore that neurologically now what i'm experiencing is um are you bored i'm never bored because of my mind but awesome um there's there's a certain anxiety that i think when you're when your nervous system is on fire mm-hmm. for so many years that, you know, I mean, I look back and I'm like, I did not do things for myself at all many days. Oh, yeah. From the time I woke up to the time I went to bed, that now that I have this strange amount of what's reasonable time in most people's schedules. Sure.
0: What a normal downtime um, should be.
1: They It often induces anxiety and panic attacks. So what that is... Because I have... Because you don't know what to do with yourself? I have no trauma. I have no... Mm. Not present, you know, nothing. Sure. There's nothing in my immediate environment that should be causing anxiety or panic attacks. But I think what's happening is my nervous system has the ability to be calm. And because this other chunk of my day is not structured and I have no idea what to do... Oh, yeah. Is that now my nervous system is responding with a... Something's wrong because you it's don't have not a clear cut direction, right? So, and it became clear that that's what it was was like on a Friday, and I would get done with work and not have any plans. And the minute I walked out the door, sun is shining, you know, all of a sudden my heart starts pounding, and
0: because you had no,
1: and my body is like, what's going on?
0: What is this freedom? What is
1: what is this nothing? <laughs> so I'm actually working through that. It's it's a bit of a problem, because um, it, it it's exhausting when you have panic attacks. Sure. And it, I think people <clears throat> don't necessarily know what, the, what all those are unless they've had them. Um, when you're done with it, your your body is is you're is wrapped. tired and yeah. exhausted. And then what happens is it's such a crappy feeling. You develop patterns of trying to avoid things that might bring it on. Sure. So how do you avoid this thing that you don't really know what's bringing it on? Because
0: what what do you avoid? Yeah,
1: and it's like so, you eat a
0: big salad and you have an allergic reaction. Was it the dressing? Was it the radish? Was it the stupid carrots that nobody eats? Was it the you know what I mean? You don't know what part of that experience right is the one that set you off is the wrong word, but yeah. That started the reaction.
1: Yep. So clinically, you know, that I'm decaffeinated most of the time. I accidentally drink regular once in a while just because I forget oh to tell God. people like, yeah, I drink coffee and I forget to tell them because I'm not thinking of it. I've been drinking decaf. So then that's a whole nother ball game. It's kind of fun.
0: I'm picturing you <laughs> sprinting down Grand Avenue just to burn it off.
1: Yeah, so I'm decaf. In order to deal with anxiety and panic attacks, I'm decaffeinated. I sleep really good and very structured mm-hmm. sleep now that I'm on a distinct. Well, shift. that's a good I, need that a lot of people don't understand. Yeah, I exercise. I get sunlight. Um, there's no problematic relationships or stressors in my life, mm-hmm. so it's it's very odd. It's like you work so hard to get this. To your, this place. Your freedom
0: your downtime your you time
1: and then you gotta s- go through this thing. Mm-hmm. so I'm d- I'm dealing with that but it's it's preventing me from from doing stuff and that's the part that I don't like because I do a lot of stuff
0: that's all you do is stuff yeah and now you can do more Christy stuff because you have yeah more uh, downtime I guess free time I don't yes. know what the term would be it's yeah. Christy time. I mean not Christie's happy time just Christie time.
1: My my home is no longer in need of perpetual um remodeling it's done and I'm not building businesses creating jobs and saving businesses and transferring you're, businesses You're worrying and, about
0: finding where the choke is on a moped.
1: I know. <laughs> so now I'm on the moped. You know, part of part of me driving that moped is like I'm trying this process of desensitization. So when I find something causes me anxiety instead of avoiding it, I go right into it.
0: Sure. It's like people who don't like snakes. You're supposed to just put them in a room full of snakes and eventually they'll get over it.
1: So I'm going back to my old what used to cause me anxiety was pre-race stuff. So now whenever I'm on a bike, there's all these great happy chemicals, no doubt. Oh, yeah. But there is a sincere threat surrounding you aka people on phones and cars i was gonna
0: say just pebbles and not left even, hand turns not even your own <laughs> issues just being on two wheels in general there's already a lot of problems yeah. there because it's not you it's the pea gravel it's yes. the, the right hand turns yes that you don't like
1: that's right So you see how I defaulted to left? I love the left turns. I'm a left turn. I could lay down in a left turn. I cannot in a right turn.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like right-hand turns. Because when you lean, you automatically throttle in more. Because you put your elbow down when you lean. You put your elbow down when you lean to the right. So you maybe go too fast. Is your approach too fast? Do it just literally around the block, right-hand turns for like two weeks. you would be a pro. That just... mm. Some race fuel in the old moped and just snort her around the block a couple times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a you'll hilarious be fine.
0: image. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Some blue smoke.
1: Yeah. It's funny. But yeah, desensitizing that which you fear is something you should actually um, spend more time with. Yeah. I believe that. Go into it mindfully and you'll retrain. You will retrain. Um, the neural pathways in your brain by exercising in such a way.
0: Yeah, I believe that.
1: Instead of avoidance, go into it.
0: Well, because then to me, if you avoid it, you you build it up more in your brain to the point where you just, like, if you're scared of something and then you don't see it because you avoided it, you avoid it, you avoid it, then like just thinking about it sets you off. Yes. Somebody says a word and it sets you off. Like, you're fine. Yeah, it's the worst thing to say to someone when they're in the middle of something like that. Is you're fine, oh, but yeah, you, absolutely you you can work through, like you can figure it out. Just don't ignore it, don't avoid it, whatever.
1: Yeah, it's depending hard. on what it is. But the yeah, fight, oh, absolutely, the, the fight or flight response. It's interesting because for me, it starts in in the heart, and it it moves into my guts in a way that's very uncomfortable. It's IBS. Well, you know what? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> However, the, the, the symptoms could mimic it. So I had travel anxiety a long time ago and had to work through that. And that manifested as throwing up. Oh, Jesus. And almost immediate diarrhea. So it can go from a thought. <laughs> How- I know. It's, it's, laugh- it's hilarious, but I'm it's not when you, you live with it.
0: Even though you weren't laughing because the seriousness of your face. <laughs> was hilarious
1: well i do want to convey that to people who experience it like you're not crazy and it can can go that far and when you're trying to get on a plane and not shit yourself and throw up on the guy next to you it's a big fucking problem (laughs) so i strongly suggest even though i'm not a medical professional that you go seek medical help for those rare occurrences where you have to do something about it (laughs) Because all the mental talk in the world will not override when your body's actually kicking. In oh that yeah, degree. for sure. So don't fight it. Go get some medication for the. Just you know, there I am telling you what to do. Don't. Let that's what go? I did for myself. Nope, you
0: tell, em. You tell um, them. Tell
1: him. But you know, I I also was adamant in not being medicated as I am today because I I have a lot of tools and education behind me on all of these things now. Oh yeah. That at least I'm aware of this thing and I can consciously make a choice on how many more months I want to work with myself before something like medication would be needed. So there's no shame in that. But no, I am, absolutely I am, not. I am a hard ass at most things. So,
0: oh, we know.
1: I will fight my way through my.
0: We my know. <laughs> Nobody holds back diarrhea like Christy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <right>.
0: Strong. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great sphincter valve. Yep.
0: Just I knew where I was going <laughs> with that. Well, my dear, um, do you? I know you had said the, what you do for a business because I have some stuff coming up a little later this afternoon. We've been at it for two hours and eight minutes. Wow. I told you it goes fast. Um, just give a little blah and I'll do a thing on the intro and put um, links up with what the business is where they can find you whatever and and then we'll say goodbye and be done okay and go i didn't have to say that
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i own massage associates which is a um it's a premier spa in wasa wisconsin in the heart of the downtown in the washington street square and it houses a number of providers including myself who provide massage therapy And wonderful people who have a lot of years of skill set behind them. So um, whether it's you're treating something specific, um, something that ails you, uh, physically causes tension, pain, um, something that's not just relaxation oriented. Uh, We serve those people as well as those who are trying to combat stress and relax. And um, so, yeah, that's that's what we do. We're always looking to add people to our team because there is a high volume of people seeking those services now, um, as well as trying to expand um, in estheticians and skincare, care, as well as um, nails, manicures, pedicures. We have a wonderful facility where we can host friends, family. We, we um, often have couples come in. Um it's a beautiful location. We've done a lot. That's yes it is. Very artsy. Um it's like something you would go to if you were in New York or a large city. It is very very beautiful and contemporary. Um metal sculptures from local artists or a local artist and um painted murals, lots of color, Moroccan lights. Um excellent music and our staff is just wonderful so come see us perfect and
0: like I said I'll put the links and what um, Yeah. in the show notes for the listener well yeah that's all I got for right now come back sure at some point <laughs> sure I'll we'll have to make a list of everything we talked about so we don't double up because I have a feeling there's a lot more there
1: yeah deep dives yeah it can well and you know, there's a great thing to doing things without structure, and there's also, you know, what comes after that that could use some structure. Yeah, well, bullet bullet yeah. points.
0: Exact an outline, a rough outline. Really rough outline I'm fine
1: with that. Yeah, we didn't have an outline.
0: I had nothing, I had a blank notebook and it's still blank. Okay. Well, thanks for coming to see me.
1: Yeah, it was great.
0: Okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye.